This episode is going to be a doozy. I do not have any coffee and I'm very, very sorry. Welcome to the third episode of Polycast, the political commentary show where we talk about everything political and so and so on and so forth in the Anglosphere. Uh, welcome back. If you guys would like to follow me on Instagram, uh, that would be at MrMarshall705 or you can hit me up on Twitter at area code 705. Uh, nevertheless, here I am, uh, we are back in the studio now, and we are going to be talking about something that is come up quite recently in terms of politics, and quite recently, it, well, for you listening to it, it would have happened a day and a half ago. For me, it literally has just happened. So, um, Biden has now landed back in America after his... Uh, time abroad in Europe where he spent uh, the uh, COP26 pledging to reduce uh, methane reduction emissions and has come back to a little bit of a different political landscape than when he left. Uh, The governor race in Virginia was taking place and uh, while the Democrats and Biden has lamented that it would be in fact a Democrat win, it is in fact not a Democrat win, and has in fact become a Republican win. Most people within the Democrat party are saying that this was caused by, oh, we weren't doing enough, it was too much inaction, yada 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 yada. I don't know if it was necessarily too much inaction, I do think it has probably something to do with a little bit of uh, something called spending and monetary policy. However, um, I don't think that the Republicans would necessarily be any better, and I don't necessarily agree that the Democrats would do anything to resolve the issue in and of itself. So the Virginia governor has now been replaced and is now a Republican. Kelly Surprise. It's Virginia. Uh, and with that, uh, that also puts a, new, a couple things into questioning, uh, particularly the infrastructure bill that the Democrats have been trying to push through the House. And that honestly now creates a lot of speculation and ponderance about where the direction of bills and infrastructure and spending and all that is going. And now, uh, because it's, the Democrats were already having a hard time trying to pass the infrastructure bill as it is. And the problem with that is now, is the, with one less governor to be able to swing anything in their favor, whatever favor they may have, very few and far between because they don't have enough of it in their own party and they're sure not going to get it across the aisle. So that leaves a lot of bills in limbo. The infrastructure bill is probably not going to be passed. And if it is, it's not going to go as smoothly and not be as big as many would hope that it would be, which could be disappointing to some, depending on your views and and mindset that, that, that comes with it. Um, including with that is the negotiation for the debt ceiling. Now, I went over the debt ceiling in the last episode, and for those who don't really know about the debt ceiling, uh, what that is, is that in America, 
Uh, they have this thing that has been there since the dawn of time is the debt ceiling. Now, the debt ceiling has always been this number which which America would never, ever, ever exceed. They would never, ever want to exceed it. They never want to go back from it. Or, sorry, uh, go higher than, than that set amount. And only recently, it was started within the last 20, 25 years, that we started to... They they started to hit uh, uh, the debt ceiling more frequently and frequently, and so it started becoming more and more of a political issue to talk about the debt ceiling. Um, people who think that the debt ceiling should be eliminated altogether, and people who think that like the America's that America's debt should very well be under a certain amount, so that way uh, they are able to pay it back. And with that, uh, if they're not able to come to uh, uh, an agreement on the debt ceiling that also leaves into limbo government spending and government expenditures, which could in could mean that America could potentially, and I do mean potentially, going to quote unquote default on their loans. Now, the reason why I say quote unquote is that for the most part, uh, America cannot default on their loans in any aspect. Uh, their currency and CPI is most likely would would take a hit more so than if 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 they were ever to to, to take a default or take a default on their loans. Uh, uh, in 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 adjacent to the fact that like not only would they ever possibly ever default on their loans, it is a in their own currency. Um, it it also means that like. <clears throat> the most likely aspect or outcome to this would be inflation and um, the devaluating devaluation of the dollar. Yes, there is no way that like America can default, but someone has to pay the bill somewhere. That gets footed somewhere, and that's not going to get footed back to the government if push comes to shove, because they will do everything in the power to make sure. That it doesn't come back to them, it goes back to the ordinary people. How it how it usually always works. So when you hear stories and uh, parables of, of 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 or 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 interesting similes or analogies that they're playing Russian roulette with the American economy, it's not so much that they're playing Russian roulette with the American economy, not paying your debts is playing Russian roulette with the American economy. Right now, <clears throat> most countries across the world, currently right now, are are in debt past their GDP. Canada is past their GDP to debt ratio. America, past their GDP to debt ratio. Spain, past their GDP to debt ratio. Italy, past their GDP to debt ratio. Japan, past their GDP to debt ratio. I can go on. The only ones that maybe is a speculation that may or may not have a bad GDP to debt ratio would probably be China. But in, in, in that aspect, they flung, fluke their numbers all the time. So you never really know what their actual debt to GDP issue. But, you know, we can all assume and, you know, take whatever you want out of whatever context you want. But assume that... Uh, China has had a debt crisis and has been having a debt crisis for quite some while. And the red flag should have been when there's a bunch of abandoned apartment buildings that that news broke out 
with years ago in 2013, 2014, I want to say. That should have been the red flag that there is a debt crisis in China and that could eventually ripple effect to the rest of the world. Now, the thing is, is that almost every single person that you will talk to will say that it'll never happen. There will never be a debt crisis. America will never, ever, ever have stock rack ups or, 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 or sorry, uh, debt, debt rack up and, uh, and would never have that, you know, bounce back and tank their, their, or spike their inflation, tank their stocks, do all that wonderful stuff. But the thing is, is that, uh, humans have this weird notion where continuity is continuous, which is an ironic statement to say. However, the way things are currently are aren't always going to remain the same. We've been in uh, a bull market for far too long. We've been spending as nations for far too long. Globalization has been putting a strain on all of our uh, resources for far too long. And now it's coming down to the fact that this could potentially inadvertently mess up how we do things. Straight up. I don't know how else to put it. It's, it's, but, so, in, 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 in this in, instance, people are, are sitting here going, okay, well, what do I do? You know, uh, I, I can't influence the government to, to, to spend money more sensibly, and I'm not going to be able to convince the masses that, uh, to, to invest properly. However, uh, the, the, the only th advice that I would be able to give for you in terms of like all of this and, and what you can do um, is if you have concerns about the economy, write to your local uh, constituent, uh, whether in Canada, that would be your local member of parliament or member of legislative assembly for the province, or in, Ameri or in America, it would be you write to the governor or write to the senator or write to whoever <clears throat> is in charge of um, your <clears throat> political district, uh, and 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 the same the same goes for it in Britain and in Europe and wherever you you are. That needs to remain constant. That um, that 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 uh, hammering down on your public officials over concerns about the economy. Um, and, and it's very easy to surmise that Biden's miscalculation definitely is, and, and while the media is saying that it's coming from inaction, his miscalculation is assuming that the country is willing to go broke for paying for everything like that, everything such as the infrastructure bills, the renewal, the Green Act, everything like that, and things that I am in general supportive of, but there is a sluggish economy, uh, high CPI, high gas prices, high oil. Um, everything's just not in a good position right now, and it's just getting worse. And that definitely reflects poorly upon Joe Biden. And that's definitely where Joe Biden's biggest miscalculation is, is misreading the landscape, misreading the people, and misreading the everyday Joe Blow who's working a 9-to-5 job in America. And <clears throat> without proper due diligence from the citizens in hammering down and writing to their constituents, it is, 
and the representatives, it is uh, going to continue to get worse. And uh, all you need to do is speak up and make your voice be heard. That is the point of politics, and that is what we do. So without further ado, thank you very much for stopping by. If you guys would like to check out my uh, merchandise, it's over uh, on my Twitter at uh, area code 705. That is the Twitter handle. Uh, also called Polycast uh, would be the name. However, the Twitter handle is, again, area code 705. And uh, you can check out our uh, Polycast merch from there. Um, without further ado, thank you very much, and we will catch you catch up in the next episode. Thank you very much.